Hey guys, welcome back to Casually K9. I'm your main host, Casey. And I'm Kate. And we're so glad to be back with you on this glorious Tuesday. We are recording this on Sunday, and it is a special day for us. It is. Tell them what it is. Our seven-year wedding anniversary. July 23rd, we got married in 2016 in beautiful Rhode Island on our favorite beach. Yeah, we should talk a little bit about our like wedding week and wedding day yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. So we got married out in Narragansett, Rhode Island. And you know, some people might be like, why did you choose that destination? Um, my dad's side of the family is from the Northeast and grew up most of his years um, in Rhode Island. And we went back there every single summer since I was like six months old. And it was just our yearly trip it was going to visit grammy and grandpa at the beach and i just like it's my that's like where my heart is from a place perspective um and it's then a very special place yeah and then obviously years and years and years later um casey and i started dating and it was how many years in when you were actually like able to come visit with us i think three or four years in yeah so casey came back with us uh, one summer and he like immediately was like oh my gosh this place is amazing also like fell in love with it and then came back again and then when we had gotten engaged it always had been my dream to get married out in Rhode Island but obviously you know I want to make sure it's also what your partner wants and stuff like that um, so I just kind of like tossed the idea to him of like you know I'd really love this like what are your thoughts on it and you were immediately like yes let's do it like that sounds awesome. I'm so down for it. It's such a magical place, so special. You just feel a really um, fun and and to us too. Obviously, family. You're like your dad grew up there and everything mm-hmm. like that. So it's it means more to us than just a special place. That's where a lot of uh, our family is too. So mm-hmm. um, it's a cool place. We haven't been back there in a few years now, but every time around to. this time of year, we're like why didn't we plan a trip this year we'd love to go can we fit it in somehow um yeah if you guys are like ah you know i want to go to the east coast and some places you know people are like well do you just do boston do you do new york like if you have time to hit up a bunch of places sure hit those bigger cities but like i highly highly recommend um, rhode island even like downtown providence if you want a little bit more of a city life like has so many um, awesome food spots and eclectic vibes and um, not far from the beach but I highly recommend if you want like total boat scene also a little bougie go to Newport Rhode Island yes um, absolutely beautiful we um, so have spent fun. some time there as well and then if you just want like hometown beach vibes with like the prettiest beach in my opinion, and the East Coast um, area, and I just obviously have a lot of memories there, is Narragansett, um, and it's just, like, chowder spots on cliffs where you can overlook the water, um, going down to, like, the docks. It's called Galilee, and you can go and, like, this might not be for some people, but pick out the lobster you want for the night, like, off the boat. The fishermen just pulled in. Like, it is just... So amazing. So um, when are we planning our trip out there? I don't know. We're just, we're talking about it now. Yeah. We're like, oh, I'm just dreaming about it. Yeah. yeah and so then fun. for any of you that have obviously listened to all of our podcasts, that's where um, my uncle Kevin, who I talked about, who's still battling cancer, um, that's where 
he lives as well. So um, I'm sure in the not so distant future for, un, you know, unfortunate circumstances, I'll get out there. But I just know that it's like you will get there and it'll feel like a state is like you feel like you get like an immediate hug. It's like that's yeah. how I like literally um, you can't even describe des- that area. Yeah, You can't describe it. It's it's so fun. Uh, we had a great wedding week out there. Oh my All gosh. of our friends, um, our closest friends came out for basically the majority of the whole week leading up to our wedding yeah which we was, were there for 10 days and yeah. a lot of people there for like five or six of like five our five or six or some people were there for almost Full 10 week. days with us yeah, um it was just it was so fun and then of course our family was there for um the the rehearsal dinner welcome dinner we called it because we wanted to include more people from out of town mm-hmm. and then we had our actual wedding we got married uh, I think it was like six, six or something in the evening. It was right at like sunset on the beach. It was a deck overlooking the beach, and it was just it was basically everything we'd ever dreamed of. Yeah, it was, it was the best day. It was it was it so was good. So, I mean, the best week, but like even the day was so fun. The only thing that I would change from that day is eating more. Me and you got like none yeah. of the food. The food was so good, and we got like none of it. Advice to anybody who's um, gonna be. Um, getting married soon or anything like that is like just having an actual yeah, wedding a, a ceremony and a reception just soak it all in and eat food yeah, <laughs> because eat. it goes by so quickly seriously mm-hmm. so fast and then you'll realize you know you just wanted to live it all again because it was so fun and then you forget to eat <laughs> yeah. so hungry dang it but, i never um, forget to eat but yeah it was great um yeah. such a great time yeah so. seven years ago we're just crazy because like even from then to now, like our lives have changed so much. We've changed mm-hmm. so much. Like it feels like it was forever ago, but it was also like the memories are so vivid. I can remember. It feels like it was yesterday too. I can relive a lot of it in my head. Yeah, it was, it was um, the best. It was great. Yeah, our lives have changed so much. We've, you know, even Rody, I, I look back at how many places that he's lived with us. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we've, we've had so many life changes uh, even before we got married, after college, and then until now, and a lot of it is starting canine too. Yeah, um, that was a obviously a huge part of changes in our life and where we are today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of all comes full circle when you think about everything yeah. and where you come from, and really yeah. not that long ago. Totally. So again, we're recording this on our actual anniversary, um, and some people were asking like, "Oh, what are you guys doing for your anniversary? You're doing anything like?" One person asked, like, do you guys do gifts? And um, yeah, our gift to ourselves is an uh, update on the kitchen project. Yesterday, uh, yes. we fully, fully deconstructed our kitchen. Demolition, baby. Oh, my God. And what an experience that was. It was like the best way I could describe it is that was wild. It was total chaos. So little update of like why it made it that way because you think about it, it's like just demoing like yeah that's a lot of work and like it's messy and stuff <laughs> like that but how we're doing our kitchen i know that we had told you guys that we're doing this but i don't know to what scale that we um explained it but we're trying to reuse our ground granite countertops so they're in great shape there's absolutely nothing wrong with these countertops they're very high quality like you know there's nothing wrong with them um would have been like my number one choice of like a black and white kitchen with those countertops maybe not but i still really like them like they're not anything that i'm like we need to replace these considering the the cost to get new ones versus what we had we were like 
we have to try to save these because there's literally nothing wrong nothing with these wrong with and them. what would we do with them yeah and it's like one of those things too where it's like if it wasn't like granite and they weren't nice like we totally would redo them yep. but no they're like still very nice we still really like them and so um we got a bunch of quotes of like okay what would it cost if we just got it like taken out and reinstalled of the current ones and then what would it cost for this level of a countertop and then like the top tier countertop that would have been like mm -hmm. in our wildest dreams type of one <laughs> yeah. um so we're like okay we the got the rarest quote. marble yeah <laughs> we got this quote for taking the countertops off and putting it back on well casey was kind of like and i agreed like okay well if there's a high probability or potential not even high probability like it is risky taking granite off and moving it um so everyone's like hey just so you know like there is a good chance that they could break right like yeah. just crack and we we had actually talked to a few um crews who simply would not quote us the job because they didn't want the liability of of course not only these things breaking but they're so heavy you guys that it could do damage to a person or the floor or something like that it's just it's just a, it was a huge liability um or you could pay it and then not have the guarantee of it being done and then you'd have to just pay for that labor anyways and then also get the new countertops yeah. so we're like hey let's weigh out our options here let's do the deinstallation is that a word uh yeah yeah uninstall them let's Un uninstall, uninstall, let's them. Yeah. uninstall them on our own so casey's like all right i'm gonna get a crew of friends together and we had yesterday six people including the two of us so four yep. additional people We're like that'll be perfect like that'll be good and so we had a game plan everyone was getting there and we go to um, start to lift the biggest piece of the granite. Yep, the and biggest like, piece had to come off first based on the configuration of the, the yeah. three pieces total. And I know Casey in projects, especially if he's like, he likes to call himself the GC. So he's like, yeah, I'm a GC of our kitchen right oh now. Oh my God, you I've do. never said that. Yes, you did. You said it yesterday. I said I'm the GC. Yes. I mean, I, you're like, you're like, I you am basically. Okay, but you said this. I mean, you said you were going to sue me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, so I could tell he was getting a little nervous, but I'm like, that's kind of normal for Casey in these kinds of situations. Like, he like sacks himself out, and he like is total dad mode. Like, all right, all right, guys, everyone, this is gonna be dangerous. We gotta be really safe. And so I'm just like, all right, all right. I knew it was gonna be hard. Like, I didn't think that he was like lying about that. Well, we have like everyone kind of like, okay, we've got everyone set up on all the sides we need, and they everyone kind of stops for a second my friend was like guys kate needs to not be there she was like i literally had like the spot where it's like the weight if it would have been turned would have been like not the heaviest portion but it would have been a really tough spot to be in and i'm a strong yeah. lady like i can well, but, but like but it was also like in order to in order to lift these huge slabs of countertop you can't lift them just like off horizontally you need to get it vertical first and then you need to very carefully get it to where you can store it and the spot where we had to store it was through a doorway down two stairs into our garage and then leaning up against the garage wall again vertically in order to fit through that door we can't have two people on both sides of the piece you had to have them on one side basically or staggered 
And this thing, guys, it's so fragile that you can't... It's not like a piece of wood where you can, like, twist it and move it. If you twist this thing, it's it's breaking. Okay, but that's not what I was just saying. I was saying where I was at was, like, yeah, a very... Yeah, but you were on the wrong side yes. of it. So then we were about to all lift, and then they're like, wait a second, we need to move Kate out of the way. So we yeah. switch, and we end up finally going, like, one, two, three... And we do the shift of like what we need to get it to. And we all immediately are like silent, but saying everything, if that makes sense. Like no <laughs> one's saying anything, but we're all immediately it's looking all on at each our other faces. like, holy shit, like panic mode. So Casey's like, okay, start moving easy, easy. And we're like getting through this area. You guys, I have never felt something so heavy where i felt like i was carrying the entire thing by myself and we get through this little middle portion all you hear is all of our feet just shuffling shuffling, and we're all like freaking out we are all like heavy breathing like kind of panicked and then all of a sudden we get to the doorway and casey's brother was like basically on one end by himself and he goes what are you looking at? No, I, I <laughs> thought I heard we're something over here. We're outside, and Casey is like making me I'm nervous. Like a squirrel, because he's like staring out to the side. But um, so then we get to the doorway, and Casey's younger brother was like way at the end by himself, basically, and was like, "Hey, uh, hey, Kate, hey, Kate, can you can you shift down here, please? Can you shift down here, please?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I just see his knees trembling. We end up getting out to the garage again. Short story long because I am the most long-winded storyteller ever. No way. And we get to where we need to set it down. We all set it down, and we look at each other like, Holy "What shit just?" happened casey's face was as red as a tomato one of our (laughs) buddies casey's friend who um has been his friend in college and stuff like that he's like goofy he's always cracking jokes he's always lighthearted not a very like serious guy like a good guy to have around we all go that is the most serious we've ever seen you in your entire life because he was like the one that was like (sighs) he looked like he saw his life like about to be crushed because literally you would like Typically, like if you move like a piece of furniture or something like that, if you really put your muscle into it, you can feel it moving up and down. No matter how much muscle you put into this thing, it was just there. It was there. It wouldn't. There move was no if moving you, it. Yeah, it and was. If it moved, it was like a millimeter. Like it inc- was wild. Incredibly, uh, incredibly Whoa, heavy. Yeah. So now we're trying to figure out a way. Once we get the cabinets in. Um, our new cabinets and how to get the countertops back in we are not going to do that same thing we're going to have to find somebody to do it yeah so it's it's been a little bit of an adventure adventure to say the least but it's been fun and then casey and his brother basically completely re-drywalled the entire kitchen um yesterday and so this next weekend we so this upcoming weekend the new cabinets are getting installed so it'll be really really awesome once it's complete um a lot of steps before we get to completion but even just next weekend things will feel a lot better of like being able to kind of get a kitchen back in one piece and we also decided we have got to come up with some sort of meal plan thing this week because literally we've eaten every single meal except for breakfast out the last three days and kind of feel like since our kitchen our kitchen is in like 
probably five locations in our house right now of all of our stuff stacked up, stored away. It feels like we're moving almost, so you mm-hmm. can't find everything. When you do like want to cook something, it's like, oh, I have to look in yeah, all of those locations to get a fork. <laughs> yeah. It's just, just no good. So we're trying to find something else that uh, we can not uh not eat out and be like that totally (laughs) yeah so anyways that's a little update on kind of what's going on in our world um things are ramping back up dog wise here this week um yes have some new dogs coming in jen's got all of her go homes she's got a little bit of time between training dogs which is just so important like that was one thing also when um she first started taking canine dogs is i'm like I know you are a hard worker, but like it is different having two training dogs, especially at the same time. Um, And it is different than boarding dogs. It's a lot of um, intentional, mindful work. Um, Not that boarding isn't, but it's just different. Like you're typically boarding dogs that are already trained versus training dogs. So it'll be great for her to have a little bit of break time while we're ramping back up. Yeah. getting back in the swing of things there's just more expectations too for training too yeah as far as like you know what we expect our dogs to go home as like what the owner expects in terms of like working with them and yeah so it's it's there's more on your mind more at stake a little bit totally and uh yeah definitely need that break so she's well deserving of it and um you want to know what is a great since you did give me me a little bit of a heads up on what we're going to be talking about here yeah a great transition for that the sun is directly on my face. Yeah. Um, if you're watching us, we are um, since it's our, beautiful. It's since beautiful. our kitchen is in shambles upstairs, the whole upstairs when we were doing that work, guys. Um, there's there's no way of like keeping your house clean. It's just there's dust everywhere. We we're trying, but we just accepted that this is what it is. You can always clean it after, but so we're outside in our pergola in our backyard today. It's beautiful, but uh, yeah, the sun's um, directly on my face. The sun is the lighting is different today. So um, a good transition into the topic that you want to talk about is Mr. Dash, who Jen has in for training right now, Mr. Seven-Year-Old. And for a little dog, I know that seven um, for owners still feels pretty dang young because they just typically, you know, lifespan wise are um, live longer than our big dogs and stuff like that. But especially for our dog, Rody too, man, he's eight and he acts like he's two. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, you know, I think about like a, sending your seven year old to training versus yeah. sending your, um, you know, we trained his sister or other housemate who is just one, um, you know, yep. a few months ago. So it's like having a seven year old come to training or working with your seven-year-old at home versus a young little sponge can feel pretty different. So what was the question case that we got asked? The Kate's take. Yeah, the exact question was from Megan. Hi, Megan. What's up, Megan? Um, Megan sent this in a little while ago, so I'm apologizing that we're just getting to it. We've had some different episodes, but uh, um, she says, can you teach an old dog new tricks? I have a nine-year-old Australian Shepherd who's dog aggressive. How do you go about training an older dog that exhibits this behavior? Mm. So, Megan, great question. And we hear the teaching old dogs new tricks all the time. A couple of things I always tell people in general, and then we'll kind of... preface it a little bit more with the actual dog aggression topic that you're discussing. But what I want you to think about is 
no matter what you have been training your dog, whether they're nine, seven, six, ten, they have been learning from you the entire time you've had them or previous to you owning them. Because I know some people adopt dogs at seven, adopt dogs at nine. So I don't know how long you've had your personal dog, but they have learned a lot. And some of that stuff might be not great things. Um, and that's not a dig at any owners or anything, but yeah. it's like a lot of stuff gets self-reinforced and patterns are created. Um, so the beauty behind that is you do have the opportunity to create and teach new patterns. But what I will tell you is it probably won't be an easy process, but you don't need easy. You already don't have easy. Dog aggression isn't easy. Um, but what I always really want to make sure first that we help owners manage their expectations for their dogs. Because if you're like, now this behavior is causing issues, maybe you've had a lifestyle change. I want you to really be fair to your dog and think, what have I potentially not been working with them on for X amount of years that now I want them to change? Right. We see this yeah, a lot. Your dog's going to be like, what the heck? Yeah, like life is completely How different. How come you're not letting me do this now? Yeah, so that's what I want you to take into consideration first. Like, am I wanting to change and uh train my dog now that I've moved to an environment where it's like, oh, the dog aggression is coming through and I'm seeing it more? Or am I now living with someone new and they have a dog and uh-oh, things aren't going so well? Am I expecting and babies on the way and now mm. we want to make those changes we see that a We've lot and that. again yep. that's okay like i'm glad you want to make changes but i also want you to really take into consideration do not expect like a two-week board and train or you working with your dog a little bit to be like that's all that they need like there will probably have to be lifestyle changes that are potentially permanent so Especially being an Australian Shepherd, I'm just going to use your example because you're the one that put in this um, Kate's take. Very, yep. very smart dogs, but also um, very patterned dogs. I'm guessing that there's a lot of things that you're going to realize, holy man, my dog is going to like go head to head with me on this because this is what they've been used to doing for so long. Um, so yes, you can 100% teach your dog, quote unquote, new tricks. What I would really focus on is how and where do we need to establish the gaps in our relationship to make sure that we're really finding a mutual respect and a means of communication with each other. So my first and foremost recommendation for this would be is like, don't worry about all this obedience stuff. Like think about putting a leash on your dog and really giving them guidance of structure and boundaries in the home. If they are not currently utilizing a crate, go back to crate training, making sure that you have massive amount of tools in your toolbox, if you will, because a crate is a tool to set them up for success. I would focus on follow and leash manners outside. Um, I wouldn't set the expectation of, can I rid my dog of dog aggression? I'm not saying that you couldn't, but I don't want you to set these ginormous goals and then you feel like you've let your dog down or you feel like, well, 
I'm not good enough for my dog or my dog sucks. Any of these kinds of things, like really set attainable goals and you have to commit to them. Like you have to implement the things that say other trainers or like say you've done a virtual or you've done a board and train like you need to implement what your trainer is telling you to implement to really see lasting success so in short answer yes you can teach your dog old dog new tricks um will it be a super linear uphill um, and then coasting process. No, it'll be all over the place because truly it's like that with every dog, but you're going to see it yeah. probably even more um, with your older dog. There will probably be moments that you go through where your dog's having to, it's going to feel a little stressful for your dog. Like, wow, I, I've never had to really like process through this before. Um, so you might feel bad and you might want to quit because you see them struggling through moments or you're struggling and you might want to be like, oh, well, I've gone this long. Like I should just manage them for the rest of their life. And it's like, yes, you are going to have to manage, but it can be a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Like nine years, like you could have a solid five years, if not a little bit more with your dog. I don't know, but like right. that's a long time in the grand scheme of things. So really commit to the structure um, and small implementation of things that you need and see it through that is going to be what helps you guys get to a better level of like we're on the same page and then you can implement more you can go to higher distraction areas you can you know teach more tricks and things that are going to help you obedience um, that's going to help you be able to really navigate your dog through certain situations. You have a really smart breed, but also a very um, drivey, pushy. We've seen a lot of Velcro yeah. behaviors in those Australian Shepherds, vocal typically. Not all, again, these are generalizations. Um, but your goal for like the dog aggression thing should really be coexistence and making sure that you can communicate with your dog in situations where, you know, say they're reactive on the leash and you're passing other dogs. Like that should be your focus, not getting them to play with other dogs. Yeah. Um, because if you're dealing with true dog aggression, really that's not what your dog wants. Your dog doesn't want a ton of dogs in their space that's just not gonna be a good goal not an attainable no. goal because then you'll again you're feel gonna like feel you, so defeated you've let your dog down you've let yourself down which you haven't but if it's like okay i've had had this dog for nine years and now i'm wanting to work on things those are also the moments you got to get a little bit of tough love kate and i don't know if that's your um if you have had your dog for this long but know that like okay now I want to make some additional changes or now I need to because I'm seeing it come through in a different way. I got to really put myself in my dog's shoes and be like, I got to be fair to my dog and I got to work just as hard as I'm going to ask them to work. So make sure that you get your mind right as well um, and come up with a game plan, get support so that you can do this as best as possible for you and your dog. But yes, you can definitely teach your old dog new tricks. Awesome. I love that. That's something that we talk a lot about with owners, like being fair to your dogs, especially with their age, um, especially with other dogs in the home, too. Like, if, if, Just be fair about your expectations. If they send one dog to us, but there's another dog at home that's totally untrained, um, knowing that that dog is going back into that environment, like you have to be fair to both dogs. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I love that message. Um, I want to change it up a little bit this week. Instead of doing a peeve and highlight thing, well, we can do that. We'll do that too. But that's, I want to yeah, talk that's about our thing. Okay, sorry. 
Well, let's do that. And then I want to talk about what you're most excited about for this next week. Lame. <laughs> All right, give me your peeve and well, highlight. Wait, is it because there's something specifically you want to say you're excited about? No, just just a little different, you know, looking forward to the week. Like every week's a little different. Okay, um, I'm going to get my peeve and highlight and you can right, do you, that. You do your peeve and highlight. Okay, my highlight, highlight is... Highlight. I'm going to go back to, since it's our anniversary, um, Cheese Fest, ew, but my highlight is definitely... I'm oh, Cheese Fest. Yeah. I thought you said we're going to a Cheese Fest. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I don't need any more I cheese. Didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> um, is My highlight is like it obviously being our anniversary, but not it just being another date where it's like, oh, happy anniversary. Like Just because we're married, we say these things to each other. It's like genuinely feeling like seven years, wow, like... I'm so happy we're celebrating another year. Like the, I I genuinely feel like, and this is not us. We are not a perfect couple. We've had our ups and downs, but like genuinely feeling like we choose each other every day and like enjoy our relationship. And it feels like our anniversary isn't like a, well, this is my life. This is who I'm married to. Like, is this as good as it's going to get? Like none of those types of feelings. It's like, Everything makes me think of like, oh, our day. Like, I'm so happy to be celebrating another year with you. Um, yeah, we miss each other when we're not around each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, <laughs> I went on a two-night little van camping trip with one of my girlfriends um, last week. And I could totally tell you missed me. And I was like, oh, you miss me. I think that, yeah, well, I do miss you. And <laughs> I love you. But um, I think that we spend so much time around each other every single day since we work with each other now mm-hmm. um that it is it's different when you're not here or if it's just one of us here i know you said you feel kind of the same yeah you even uh, said the dogs were different they they missed mom yeah i mean it's just different and just a little different pace mm-hmm. um oh, hummingbird but it uh it was fun for you to be able to do that and i'll be doing that later in august going up with one of my buddies mm-hmm. to do a little camping trip with the van so this is be- my highlight yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're going into what well, you're you're pointing out that hummingbird. I'm like, oh, we're going on a different topic. Oh my gosh, squirrel. We there's can't a, do these. There's a outside. cute hummingbird over here yeah. that is um, just rocking out these hostas. Is that hostas? Yeah, those I are didn't hostas. Know hostas had flowers. Okay, we can't do these. And then outside. we have this hibiscus Shh. plant right here that is just amazing. Look at this thing; it's gotten huge. Okay, Casey, peeve. My peeve is, um, oh, I had one. That I was really thinking about that it was actually a big time peep for me. Oh. Uh-oh. I don't remember. Well, I would say that my peeve is semis and they're driving. Was this the one you were trying to think of? No, but this is oh. a new one. Because okay. I just literally there was so I drove the van for the first time by myself. Um I've driven it before on our van trip, but not very long, to be totally honest. Casey did majority of the driving because Stop it. <laughs> she saw me. I saw you. She saw me about to jump in. Like, okay, because the weather was so treacherous pretty much everywhere we went on our van trip. So it just was not conducive for me to drive. So I was taking the van by myself, um, stopping halfway through to pick up one of my girlfriends. And on the way back, the scariest portion of my drive was literally 30 minutes from home. I was on a highway and two semis went one on either side of me because I had to switch from the slow lane, which I basically stayed in just because I felt safer. The van doesn't go like, I mean, it goes fast, but like the 
prime speed is like 6970 if you're in that kind of zone and literally my life flashed before my eyes i was white knuckling it so bad and they the thing about it is like semi drivers are needed all of that but it almost felt and again this is me being the person in the van like they did it on purpose like let's box her in here <laughs> because i was like oh my gosh if i pick up my speed i'll be going like a dangerous fast speed but i couldn't slow down without it also being dangerous so i'm in the middle of it and i just feel like on either side of me and i'm like i'm gonna it's gonna like blow over i thought the van was gonna blow over sorry i'll just jump in and give some like context our van is a like a you can stand in it so it's got a high top on it um and you just feel the wind very dramatically in these things even if it's a light breeze so going with like either you're drafting behind a truck or you're like she's saying in between two trucks and the wind is like different it feels like you're gonna hit or side smoke them or something yeah so i was like slowly trying to slow down and then one of them like not cut me off but too close for big vehicles to be crossing over so then the draft made me like whoo, 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 whoo. literally my temperature i went from like having the air barely blowing to max blowing because i started like sweating i was so stressed <laughs> out so uh that was my peeve of the week as i All literally right. felt like my life flashed before my Did eyes Did you remember your other one no i'll think no. about it if it comes up while you're giving yours so what are your peeve and highlights um my peeve is just like with our house being in shambles right now it's just it's different it's clumsy to get around because you don't want to walk in an area that's dirty that has like drywall dust on it um but that i mean that's all fine it's just all part of the process so really not that big of a peeve um my highlights of the week are obviously has to do with our kitchen stuff like having all the help that we did to accomplish where we are at right now in the process we couldn't have done it truly without (laughs) anybody um that was there yesterday because we would have been crushed by this slab of countertop so thank you friends for <laughs> thank showing you so up. much um you don't know how much we appreciate that um and then also uh, i will just give another highlight um i had a, a very fun highlight this week i recorded a drum cover um early this past week i've i've been playing drums for many many years and i I play it like intermittently now, but I've just, I've been really kind of missing it lately. So I have microphones and, you know, some recording equipment. And so, um, I did a drum cover. I put it on Instagram and it was fun. So I think I'm going to do some more. I already have a a few more recorded that I'll Mm -hmm. release throughout. I don't know, whenever I want to, I guess. And so that's fun. It's just, it's something that's always been a part of my life and our lives because we met through music and stuff like that. So it's exciting and fun to do. I would say, yeah, that was, yeah, it was fun. That was good. Awesome. Do you well, want to cool. do you want to say that thing that I was talking about, like what you're looking forward to this week? You you tell us, hun. Oh, um, it's your idea, but you don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is so on brand for you. <laughs> you know what? I I just uh, I'm looking forward to our our weekend. Like yesterday was so incredibly busy. I'm looking forward to slowing down a little bit more this week and enjoying the summer weather too. Because we will not be slowing down this week. But well, slowing like my mind down a little bit. Okay. Um, just you know, with everything has so everybody has so many things going on in their lives, it's just important to slow down, 
and just sit back and you know watch the world go around around you a little bit that sounds so cheesy <laughs> yep but um okay so my highlight for the week is that we don't have a slow week we've had like two slow weeks hun I'm, I mean, I'm talking about of... slowing my mind down. Okay. Our days go by so fast that you literally don't even have time to think sometimes. Yeah. Because we have, you know, we're busy. We're just doing our stuff. Doing our stuff. But. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to, obviously, this weekend when our cabinets go in. Um, I'm looking forward to getting um, some additional training dogs. One that's going to keep me on my toes. That always, it's always fun for me. A little bit we're, of like. We're going to get one that keeps us on our toes. Yeah, giant Great Dane man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, even just the size of a Great Dane keeps you on your toes. Like, that's where it's, like, even if, like, behaviorally, but he is dog reactive. So, like, a giant dog reactive dog will, uh, and, you know, barely weighs less than me. <laughs> so <laughs> We have um, a Great Dane kennel that this... Uh, yeah, it's like it's a just full... A, well, it's not it's a Great like Dane kennel, castle. but it's... It is. Yeah. It's made, oh, it's a Great Dane it's kennel? It's for Great Danes, yeah. Uh, we, like, it's not one that just pops often. up. Like, you have to, like, put up the walls and stakes in it and, um, and stuff like that. You have to like build that. this thing from the ground up. Yeah. It's, it's a whole ordeal. It's, like, we'll it's heavy. Like, we'll turn it to have it face, like... Uh, yeah, anyways. So, I'm looking forward to that, um, and hopefully, hopefully it's... Things go well. Get some cool content. Yeah, of this, it's uh, fun to huge get a huge horse. We're yeah. about to get. Yeah, it's fun <laughs> to get like a mix of breeds and stuff from like we get so many doodles, um, so many you know, a lot of doodles, a lot of doodles, which are fine. Like yep. we do not mind doodles training are very doodles, popular. Um, but like getting like big dogs or like breeds that it's like this feels like. a dog like i love getting um you know german shepherds and give me that dog give me that dog so i'm excited it'll be a good week um i see a little red man in the window staring at us us. and uh yeah we're gonna go get some brunch for our anniversary yeah so thank you guys for being here yeah again if you haven't left us a review we would love for you to leave us a review let us know what you think let others know what you think hit that five star rating at the top if you loved it and uh yeah i don't think there's anything else that we wanted to say we'll talk to you next week we will talk to you next week peace out guys bye bye